Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, and now, after having half an hour of talking boxing, we are going to talk some UFC with our man Hot Rod McSwain. How are you, sir? Are you there, Rod? Yep. Yeah, good stuff, mate. Hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, another big weekend in the UFC. I mean, it seems like every weekend is a big weekend in the UFC, but uh, this fight night in Paris is uh, is serving up uh, some absolute beauties. Of course, the, the, the top uh, fighters, Cyril Garn, getting to fight at home, I, th- I believe, for the first time in the UFC and going up against uh, Tai Tuivasa, looking to bounce back from that loss to Francis Ngannou. Bro, that's amazing. I think... Um... France has just recently allowed MMA to happen in the last few years, so um, it's awesome to have a have an event there. It's it's wicked. It's really good. Yeah, it is, mate. I mean, and you know, Cyril Garn when he first came onto the heavyweight scene, we we're all like, "Whoa, this guy! This guy's going to be champ! This guy's going to be champ! How's anybody going to stop this guy?" I don't think anybody saw Francis and Garno beating them, did they? I don't think anyone saw Francis doing it the way he did mm. with um with the wrestling, with the takedowns, and. We haven't really. We we only know what we know, and if we don't know anything about his camp, and we don't see him in the cage actively taking people down, then we're going to rule it out, you know. And so um, he just threw that surprise there, and it really exposed Sorogan's ground game. You know, all you need to be is a little bit better at someone at something and expose it, and you can just win the fight, just just like he did. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, Cyril Garn, what do you think his work-ons will have been? Will it be the ground game? Because, I mean, it, it almost feels like a bit of a waste game against Tai Tuivasi. You know, he's not going to try and do that. Yeah, well, like, that's the thing. With one-dimensional fighters, you know, um, the problem is if you start losing in the avenue that you're supposed to be winning at, there's not there's not many, there's not much of a plan B. So I guess with, with Tai, Tai's... Um, Ty will be looking to knock him out. And if Cyril, Cyril has any trouble on the feet, he's probably going to need to do what Francis does and and uh, take him down because Ty's been known to not be so strong on the ground. So um, Cyril will definitely need a, a plan B, even though I, I don't think he'll think he, he needs it. He rates his stand-up. I rate his stand-up. You probably do as well. It's, mm. He moves like a middleweight and the heavyweight does. But um, bro, it only takes one shot from, from Ty. You know, so why gamble? You know, I thought he might have a few other weapons in his arsenal. Maybe look for a potential takedown. And the thing with takedowns is, it uh, the threat of the takedown can uh, eliminate a lot of aspects of someone striking as well. If um, like GSP, he would take people down, would he? And he would be uh, winning the stand-up, and people would 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 wonder why the hell is GSP taking people down? He's winning the stand-up. Well, it's to throw you off your game. Just to having the threat of the takedown uh, makes you a bit more hesitant and not as confident in your striking. You know, you got to watch out for that. We've got to always watch out for the threat. And um, if you can add that, then, um, you know, you can really 
uh, limit someone striking like that. Mm. So I thought if Cyril Gahn can add that to his game, or even Ty add it to his game, you know, it's you know we can't just go back to the stand and bang like we've you know like people like heavyweights like to do. You know, Francis really exposed Cyril's his ground game, and you know, hopefully he's improved on that. Yeah, hopefully he has. Hopefully he has. I mean, Taito Ivasa is an interesting um, character as well. Um, of course, he's had his struggles. Those have been pretty well documented. He had a three-fight loss uh, streak uh, after the Junior de Santos loss in, in Adelaide. Um, and I don't think too many saw that coming. But then the comeback after a year out, uh, beating Stefan Struve, Harry Hunsucker, Greg Hardy, Augusto Sakai, and then Derek Lewis. I certainly, you know, I thought them putting up against Derek Lewis was them going, we need another heavyweight contender. And I thought they'd pushed him too far too soon with Derek Lewis. But, I mean, that elbow knockout, second round, a performance of the night as well. Uh, yeah, you couldn't argue it. Um, I do have yeah. a little bit of that, though. <laughs> I'm still going, are they pushing him too soon? Is Cyril going too soon for Ty? Well, it's like we it's it's the heavyweight div, you know. Like when when's too soon, when's too long, you know. It's 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 tough. The the threat of being knocked out in the heavyweight div is always there, you know. You're you're always one shot away from a an amazing victory or an unfortunate loss. So, like yeah, I, I thought it was a bit soon against Derek Lewis, but man, look look at that, prove prove this wrong. So so who knows, you know, this could be. Um, the biggest moment of his career or it could be he hasn't got anything to lose Ricardo you know what I mean he hasn't got anything to lose he's fighting one of the what the number one guy the number two guy so um worst can happen you, you get you get you lose um and you, and you build back but um I think it's a it's an amazing shot for him yeah it's number one versus number three he is the biggest underdog on the card though yeah but no one can knock anyone out like this number three underdog. <laughs> you know, he's got the potential to turn it around with one, literally one shot. And and Ty's stand up is um, is, I think it's quite underrated. A lot of people think him he's of just a brawler, but Ty can kickbox. He can fight in the pocket. He can fight at range. He can. He's got an amazing clinch. He's got awesome leg kicks, which um, Cyril Gan utilizes his 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 rangy uh, techniques more than anyone else does. But I think Ty might have the tools to get inside that, and he's quite explosive coming forward. Not like Derek Lewis. He's not. Derek Lewis is kind of a, you know, he kind of on and off Romero style. But then he, then when he takes his foot off the gas, he leaves it off for a long time. Ty's not going to do that. Ty's going to put it on, off, put it on, off, and follow, cut off. And um, he's going to be a much harder fight for Cyril than um than Derek Lewis. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is the one thing that uh, you've, you've sort of pointed out that you've alluded to, that is his movement around the ring, um, and, and he will cut the ring, well, you know, the octagon, he will he will try and corner you and then get you back against the cage and, and, and start unloading with those uppercuts. It's um, like a, a finessed Mark Hunt, maybe. Yeah, if you, if you see in his last fight, he, um, he was switching over from orthodox to southpaw, Cutting off Derek, whichever way Derek would go, he'd cut him off in the correct stance, and um, uh, not many people picked up on that. Cyril Gan does that very well, so um, he, he'll be he'll be ready for it. But it, it, I think it's just going to be an awesome stand up chess match until um, until someone gets knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't you don't see this one going the distance. The judges aren't going to have to worry. Uh, it, it depends. I, I think it's on. I think Cyril has the. 
you've seen in, in a few of Cyril's fights, he's been able to take a few guys down and apply submissions. If he, I think, if he wants to keep it standing until he gets hurt or until he feels um, like he's losing, he, he might go for um, he might go down the Francis route, going for a takedown on tie. It's definitely a lot safer fighting tie on the ground or tight in the clinch rather than fighting him at range. So you could see that that if that happens, that'll go the that'll go the distance. If not. If he wants to stand and bang, then I don't. I don't see this getting that distance. No, I, I, I totally agree, mate. Totally agree. Uh, I think uh, yeah. yeah. If you're the judge, you just put your foot up, feet up, grab a beer, and enjoy the spectacle. Because um, you probably yeah, they're good. not going to need you. They're not going to need your notes. Hey, uh, the co-main event in this one, I think, has flown under the radar a bit as well. Because I think the winner of this will probably get another shot at Izzy, and they've, they've both already had a couple of shots. But uh, uh, Robert Whitaker up against Marvin Vittori. I, I'm always surprised that Vittori is where he is because you watch him against Izzy, and he looks well and truly outclassed. Whereas Robert Whitaker against Izzy looks like he's got a shot. But then you look at the people that Vittori's beaten. You know, Paolo Costa, Kevin Holland, Jack Hermanson. He's beaten some great names, so you can see why he is there. But he just doesn't seem to be able to 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 uh, get over um, what Izzy does when he finally gets the opportunities. Yeah, it's a tough yarn in the the middleweight div. It's, I think Israel's stand up is just levels above everyone, and Whitaker and Vittori, they're super smart fighters. You know, they're not the best stand-up fighters or the best ground fighters, but they do it. They have a complete game, which is a little bit better than everyone else in the bar, bar Israel. <laughs> so, um, you know, this is definitely the 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 best fight for the number one spot for the number one rank spot bar the champion. Um, I really feel for these guys because without Israel, either of these guys could be champ. You know, Rob could be champ, quite a dominant champ for for a bit longer. And um, Vittoria is probably the perfect fight for him. He's super fit. He's not going to stop. Rob's got amazing stand-up and great wrestling and super smart. I think I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. I try to have a think of who was going to win, and I'm not too sure. You know, I think they're both great guys. They're both great fighters. And I, the thing I like about them is they're so well-rounded. they got the stand-up. they got the ground. Um, they can put it together, and they're quite, they've got a high fight IQ. Um, you know, so, so yeah, I'm, the good thing about it, my teammate Israel's beating them a couple of times each. So, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, and this is a fight that feels like it probably will go the distance, right? I mean, uh, Robert Whitaker's not a guy that finishes a lot of people. Uh, he goes to decision a, a lot of the time. And, yeah. and Vittori's the same, and, and it feels like it'll it'll probably be decided on the map. Yeah, but Vittori hasn't been, has he been stopped? He's um He's pretty hard to put away. Um, um, I'm just thinking because is did is he stop? Oh no, last time is he was decision, wasn't it? Nah, yeah, they broke no. both decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been choked out, I think, before. Is he? Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, he hasn't been knocked out. I don't think. Yeah, well, everyone after fighting Israel, they fight a lot smarter, or they they get a little bit gun shy. They don't want to um, take big risks because of you know the potential for getting knocked out. So they, they try and keep it smart, and I imagine they'll do the same against each other. Is this a five-rounder or a three-round fight, Ricardo? Uh, it is co-main, so that should be a five-rounder, shouldn't it? It should be. It needs to be a five-rounder, because these guys don't really get going until the third round. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I've, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this fight. Yeah. I'm not too sure who's going to win, but um, probably decision and... 
I'll, I'll have to back the Kiwi Aussie. I'll have to back the Mozzie on this one, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> back to Mozzie. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's a good guy. He's a good fella, Rob. Yeah. No, I'll be, I'll be, I remember him being when he was on Ultimate Fighter, actually. Um, I remember seeing him come through there. I think, was that the same one that Gastelum was on? Because I mean, Gastelum came through Ultimate Fighter too, didn't he? Gastelum. I don't know. It wasn't that one. Um, Rob fought on the Tough Smashes was the Australia versus That's right. the UK. That's right. He, he took that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. before that, Rob was fighting in, me and Rob were fighting in Asia at Legend FC. He was fighting there as well. Yeah. So, so um, been on the same card a few times, so I better back Rob. He's a, he's, <laughs> he's a good guy. He's probably listening, <laughs> mate, so you better not say anything bad. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> hey, um, well, I've got you, uh, Rod. Uh, just quickly, um, Kai, um, obviously he'd be gutted uh, the, at the loss, uh, but, I mean, he wasn't far away. Um, it's the second time that Brandon's got the better of him. Well, what's 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 Kai's plan and what's his work on? Well, that was, I had Kai winning. Um, I think he maybe first and second was like one apiece. And I think the third round, I had him winning that third round up until that unfortunate, well-timed, well-set-up kick. Mm. Um, so I think, I think he's on the right track. I think mentally and physically he's, he's on the right, he's on the right track. He just got caught, you know, Kai just, it just happens. And just unfortunately it was in the third round I was, and it was right there. So I think he stick to, stick to the game plan, stick to what he's doing. He's probably one or two fights away from another shot at the title. So um, now's not the time to make stupid decisions and take fights on short notice. The time now is to get back into the gym and try and line up a, a good fight that'll um, get him closer to the to the title. But I, I think everything he was doing in that fight was, was on. It was just very unfortunate that um, he got caught. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I like the position Kaizen. And I and I like that here he got hurt with the body shot rather than a, a kick to the head, so he doesn't have to take too much time off. Yeah, well that that is true, man. That looked like it hurt too. Eh? It just took all the air out of him. You could see it. it was just like ooh, oh, smack on the liver, Ricardo. And if you've had a liver shot before, bro, it's just an automatic shutdown button. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nope, horrible. Yeah, hey, uh, we, yeah. We have had a couple of other Kiwis announced: uh, Dan Hooker, Claudio Pulis, and uh, Brad Riddell, Renato Moicano added to UFC 281. So. It's all go, mate. It's all go. And no doubt you'll be working pretty hard with those guys in the lead-up to that. Oh, I'll have to be pretty soon. I've been a bit slack lately, but I'll get back in there and um, give the boys a hand. Yeah, good stuff, Rod. Hey, mate, thanks very much for coming on. Always good to chat with you, and uh, we'll catch up soon, eh? Awesome. Cheers, Ricardo. Cheers, mate. There we go. Hot Rod McSwain uh, talking to us part of uh, the CKB training setup as well about uh, the Kiwi fighters in the UFC and, of course, that big UFC matchup this weekend. Bam Bam Tai Tuivasa going up against Cyril Garn uh, from France and uh, also Robert Whitaker up against Marvin Vittori. That is Sunday.